This is the science behind the art, where we discuss the insights of the cosmetic industry through a different lens, uniting scientists and artists. We are the New York Society of Cosmetic Chemists. I'm Maria. I'm Regina. And I'm Leah. Join us as we embrace beauty and dive behind the scenes of the cosmetic industry. Today on the Science Behind the Art podcast, we'll be speaking about sensory evaluation for the hair and skin. I'm joined today with Mightily. Hi, Mightily. Hi, Regina. How are you doing? Good. Thank you so much for joining us today on this really interesting topic. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thanks. So Mightily Nori has worked in the personal care industry for over a decade. Her expertise is in product claim substantiation and data science. In her current role at BASF, she is responsible for physical claim substantiation and sensory testing for hair and skin care. Prior to joining BASF, she spent five years at the TRI Princeton as a senior research associate supporting claim substantiation and fundamental research activities for textile and hair surfaces. She earned a Bachelor of Technology in Chemical Engineering from India and received a Master's of Science in Chemical Engineering at North Carolina Agriculture and Technical State University, focusing on purification of drinking water. So thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for that great introduction, Regina. Absolutely. I'm an engineer at heart, although my career took a different path and I started off in research. And for most part of my career, I worked in physical claim substantiation and sensory evaluation for uh, in personal care industry. What really excites me the most is problem solving and bridging science to overall emotional response to the product in order to better connect with consumers. Absolutely. And this field is so interesting. I'm sure a lot of people might have not even known that <laughs> this this sensory evaluation exists. Um, How did you first hear about this field and what exactly drew you to it? I first heard heard about this field in the food and beverage industry. They use many techniques to evaluate taste, flavor, and odor of the products. And these characteristics are extremely important for the overall acceptance of the product. And when I think about that, as a consumer myself, I'm always looking for products that look feel, and perform, let it be for my hair care regime or even skin care. And that's exactly what drew me to this field. And that's when I realized that the sensory attributes are key to influence the overall mood and the purchase behavior of consumers. Absolutely. And what does your typical workday look like? I primarily work on developing and optimizing methods to generate new claims to help strengthen our ingredients or even screen our ingredients in formulations. I also work very closely with marketing and applications team to provide claim support for our new concept launches or even work on customer projects. But uh, there are two things I really love in my work day. One is data analysis. I love looking at the data that's generated from an instrument or even when I'm applying a part on a headdress or when I'm evaluating a skin lotion on my, on my skin. And whatever responses I get, uh, that's really exciting for me to get the overall response of a product. And secondly, I always look forward to collaborating with my coworkers and exchanging a lot of ideas. 
I have learned a great deal of things from them. And this has definitely helped me strengthen my research skills, method development, and sensory evaluation skills. So I definitely cherish that engagement with them. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine that looking at that data, I'm sure you'd find some surprising uh, data in this field. Always, always. Data is always surprising. And that always gives you an opportunity to how do you design a different experiment or look for something new. Yeah, absolutely. And Lily, what do you find most intriguing about sensory evaluation for hair and skin? Sensory evaluation is a scientific discipline. It's a combination of many things. One is the understanding of human response, physiology of senses, and also combining a knowledge of experimental design and statistics. I would like to quote that I read somewhere and they describe sensory evaluation as people's science. I think this is an apt way of describing this field. It is extremely versatile as you can train the panelist to act as instruments to sensorially characterize the products with precision and reproducibility. I've never heard of that. Um, that's super cool. Absolutely. One thing that really intrigues me about this field is that how you can normalize the response and the panel is so versatile that you can evaluate the influence of changing a raw material in a formulation or track product sensorial changes over time, or even describe how similar or how different a range of products are. And when all the information that you get from sensory evaluation is extremely valuable and gives a lot of information that can help our formulators during product development and eventually become a key driver to the overall success of the product or the market. Absolutely. And speaking of the market, what is something you're hoping to see in the next five years, specifically in this field? As scientists, we're always looking for something new, uh, which might happen and what's something that we can bring to the table. What I'm really excited to look forward is there is a lot of buzz about neuroscience currently, and I'm looking forward to getting enhanced understanding of consumer behavior using insights and methods from neuroscience that can bring to the table. But secondly, I also want to look at enhanced beauty apps and devices that can collect or integrate sensorial attributes of the products in addition to the clinical consumer benefits. I think this will bring a lot of valuable information at a larger scale uh, from consumers. And lastly, as scientists, I know there's been a lot of work going on for many years, and I think we'll continue to do that, is trying to bridge and improve the correlation between instrumental methods and sensory evaluation techniques. This will definitely enable us to use instruments to evaluate sensorial characteristics in a very quick and cost-effective way. Oh, of course. And, you know, speaking about technology, I can only imagine that we're only going to get more innovative and um, see amazing products that, you know, you can have um, consumers use virtually. And then this can also contribute to your data. And it's just such a great way to, um, you know, grab the attention of, of consumers and the audience and also gather some really interesting feedback. Um, I think it would be really beneficial uh, in the future to see some, some some technology like that. Definitely. I know there's a lot going on using digital tools right now, virtual reality. Yeah, there's like so much being explored currently. And I think there's a long way road ahead 
But if we do come into picture with that, I think it's going to change the way we're going to use these, uh, all these great tools in a more effective way to enhance the visual sensorial experience to our consumers. Exactly. And what is some new innovation that's currently occurring in this field? Uh, Regina, there are like so many numerous digital and data te collective techniques that are currently being explored and optimized. Some of them I, that I can include here are eye tracking interface, which is based on a temporal dominance of sensation. Like if I want to put it in a simpler word, th this technique is now currently used for evaluating perception of hair shine. And it's a very important attribute uh, for consumers. I personally want to look at a method called temporal check all that apply. It's a dynamic method which can describe multi-sensorial attributes of a product as it evolves with time. For example, when you're applying the product or after application. And lastly, I think I want to mention that this past year has definitely challenged us to find creative ways to use and explore digital tools to train and calibrate our panel for sensory studies. Now, I feel that digital uh, tools and techniques are going to a different level. Oh, absolutely. I'm very excited to see some of the results you get from, from that. What would be the best resource, a general person that likes to find more information about sensory evaluation for hair and skin would, would go to? My go-to is a book on sensory evaluation techniques by Martin Milgaard, Gail Civilly, and Thomas Carr. And I always refer to whenever I'm trying to design a new method. And if, even if you're starting fresh in this field, I think I recommend this book very highly and gives a, a lot of information for you to how to use different methods uh, to design your sensory protocol. And I also get different articles from uh, publications from uh, which are submitted in the Journal of Cosmetic Science and Cosmetic Studies. And where can um, we find some of these resources? The book is pretty much available. You can buy it on Amazon. If you are a member of Society of Cosmetic Chemists, you can definitely get access to a lot of journals on Journal of Cosmetic Science. And they're very, very valuable. That sounds awesome. And lastly, what is your favorite sensory technique? Uh, everything about sensory is very intriguing to me. It's very intriguing for me to see how uh, every person looks at the product differently. And when you train them, their response becomes so uniform. I really love to uh, evaluate uh, creams and lotions on people and how the response changes as the product gets absorbed on your skin. So that is my favorite evaluation of all. Well, thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today. It was wonderful having you. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It was my pleasure chatting with you this evening. Like what you heard? The NYSCC is here to move cosmetic science forward. Stay tuned to our next episodes and visit nyscc.org for more content. Hey, Susanna Fernandez here, this year's NYSCC's chair. Don't forget about Supplier Days, beauty's main event for innovation in ingredients and formulation taking place on November 10th and 11th at the Javits Center in New York City. There will also be a virtual day on Friday, November 12th to make it accessible for everyone in the industry. We look forward to seeing you there. Visit us at nyscc.org slash suppliers day today.